Hey, Cass, can you repeat all of this now that we're recording? <laughs> yeah, let me sound off for just a second. But should we welcome the crew? Sabah Hilhead. Baby, I'm sorry. Not sorry. For what I'm about to tell you, okay? Okay. I'm trying to tell Marina that. The conversation was getting hot and juicy, so I turned on the mics really quick. I was trying to tell Marina that in order for me to be my happiest and funnest self, I have to feel good all around in in all aspects of my life, okay? And things are getting complicated between me and Marina because we've No surprise there. (laughs) We have had a very unique life, Marina. We're identical twins. We grew up in an immigrant household. You wanted All you wanted to be growing up was a superstar. All you wanted to be was a pageant can we, queen. Can we t- All you wanted to be was a Disney star. Back then when they were handing out colored paper at the mall that said you could audition. Like for the Demi Lovato shows, Sunny with a Chance. Guess what? Nobody took a chance on you. You know, can we take a small pause there? Will you remember your train of thought though? You had like- Yes. A- okay. I wanted literally nothing more than to be this like discover talent. You wanted somebody to discover you and I- be like, you are it. bright. I want you to be the star. You know what's funny is when I hear, oh my gosh, and we talk about this. When I hear people do interviews on podcasts, I was listening to the girl from Vampire Diaries on Call Her Daddy. What's her name? Oh, I don't know. Whatever. And she's like, when I was nine, I begged my mom to move to LA so I could do all these auditions. And I'm like, honestly, that doesn't make any sense. She might What nine-year-olds you is like obsessed with fame. But you know what? Now you that I think about that. it, can we put the podcast photo image as the picture with me with this Absolutely. boa? And you know what I think I about? I was thirsty for, for it all. You were like six too. Honestly, and mom just said no. She covered me up. And you know what? Told me to be quiet, be good, and that was it. That was like the one time, one redeeming memory I feel like you have was wearing the red dress with the bright orange boa and the tiara, which is the podcast photo. There is no tiara, but I would, I could, I could impose a tiara on there. Oh, cute. But you never got that chance taken on you. No, and even sorry, one more, one more side note. Even in high school, when I was in show choir and chorale, like the big chorus, I loved it so much. But honestly, back then it was still very uncool to be different and I always look slightly different I would never get casted for fucking anything but guess what you were like excelling at and objectively very good at what volleyball oh so you got shoved into a place where you did really well and then you enjoyed community but ultimately it's not that this dream that you had at a really young age to shine as a star no in fact we had legally blonde which was like the creme de la creme in 2012 all anybody ever wanted to do as a high school performance production was legally blonde it was so hot laura bell bundy came out with the original broadway cast and like swept the tonys it was unbelievable and we were doing legally blonde that next year and the audition Audition process is like three days mm-hmm, long. Mm-hmm. It's very long. And I got through the first day of auditions and my varsity volleyball coach pulled me aside and she said, what are you doing? This isn't even remotely something that you can consider. We practice every day for three hours a day. Do you not want to progress in club season either? Because we played volleyball all year round and I had to drop out and I was so pissed because the theater it's high school musical guys, high school musical, the theater director told me that they wanted to give me the part of Brooke Wyndham, the woman that kills her husband. Shut the Because she has up. some really fun, like, athletic scenes, and I was really athletic. So anyways, I digress. It does hurt my soul a little bit because it is something that I've genuinely always been interested in. Do you want to know where I was going to go with that? Yes, I okay. do now that we took that long so detour. You needed, to, you needed to pitch in with all of that. This was the conversation Marta and I were having off mic, and then we turned And I was a talent. Mic. Yes. I was a talent. You were malleable, too. You would do anything that they would tell you to do. God, I remember I wanted to sing Amy Winehouse, and Mr. O'Neill was like, you can't. And then later he apologized. 
apologized to me. He said, man, I totally underestimated the power of Amy Winehouse and you say, like, I was just like, I'm going to legit cry. It was for the diva showcase. And he said, Amy Winehouse isn't considered a diva. And I said, you are sorely mistaken. Me, like 16 year old me. I was also very obsessed with Amy Winehouse. But la- I swear to God, this is the last thing I'm going to say. My parents yeah, didn't right. give a fuck that I was in theater or show choir, that I was the president of varsity crowd. They didn't care about any of that stuff because they cared about volleyball. Cassandra came to every single one of my Stoned performances. Fuck. Very, very high. Very high. But she was sitting in the front row. I remember them with all. the biggest eyes and take it all in. And she was there at every performance. I would literally sit in the very front row. Literally. Literally. I laugh a lot. But I literally <laughs> yeah, I loved it. Do you remember when I played piano and sang Lady Gaga? Yeah. What's your senior so- showcase? No, that my senior way. showcase Acoustic was version. at last. Ella Fitzgerald. Oh, Get it together. The Born This Way. I changed the lyrics to my mom always told me when I was young to my 20 told me when I was young. So cute. That you're born a superstar. Okay. This is exact. Perfect segue. Oh my God. Perfect segue. Just enjoy relish, Neen. I'm trying to say <sighs> all of those late. feelings, all of those feelings of never being chosen and the feeling inadequate, they don't just go away. You literally have to work through them, not around them, not pretend that they don't exist and they're not important to you. If they really did leave an impact on you, they will have an effect on your ego. I always thought I was your a little ego. superstar though. I always did Mania, feel it. Hold Even- on. I get- <laughs> we, we fucking get it. Oh my God. <laughs> oh, I thought that you were going... <laughs> I'm trying to say, I'm just saying that nobody could have tore me down. Everybody told me I wasn't good enough, but I still believed it. And I still carry that I to this day. I think that and Addison Rae are the same person, <laughs> in my opinion. I literally love Addison Rae. But she got a lot of shit, too, for a long yeah, time. But she knows she's, she's doing inside. all of it. She's a dancer. She's a singer. She's an actress. She reminds me of you. But what I will say, even though Marina is, <laughs> I'm just kidding. You are all of those things. <laughs> I'm trying to say, I'm just curious. Where are you still searching for that now? Searching for what? I told you, I didn't have to search for anything. I had such raw talent <laughs> and I was you I believed want, in my sparkle so much you don't much. want sat, like satisfaction or somebody to still give you this a big grand sure. opportunity I mean oh no with, okay. our, with our business absolutely mm. with our podcast Absolutely. You even said in the last podcast, you've always wanted to be a creative in the performance realm, whether that was DJing or playing music. You always felt that way. Kelsey Ballerini. Yeah. And then you said, now we have the podcast. The podcast is a pretty significant form of expression for both of us. Yeah. It's like we get to laugh. We get to fight. We get to do the cover art. This feels like an opportunity for us to hit it big. And do I think that I'm going to hit it big? Absolutely. Yeah. But why? Why do you want to hit it big? Because it's fun. What's so fun? about hitting it. <laughs> I just hit myself in the face of the mic. What's so fun about hitting it big? What's the point? Meeting new people, laughing, dancing, going to new places, going to old places. No, but really, what's the point of hitting it big if we can't drink or smoke? <laughs> I sounded serious and I was joking. May or may not have a different... You're going to hit it big and then start drinking it and smoking again? Well, no. I just might not never drink or smoke again for the rest of my life. Yeah. You're like rocking that Sobe lifestyle, but for me, it probably won't be like that. Yeah. Cool. Okay, I was going to go back to saying that even now when we're super small and scrappy... Like, we're identical twins. We're hilarious and so fun. We will hit it big. There is no There are a lot way. of hot twins out there. You know that? now it's cool to be unique. Back then it wasn't, and it's like... Now only people care about Arabic people only literally like as of three weeks ago, which is hilarious to really? me. Are yeah. people caring about the because Arabs? Because of Gaza. Oh, yeah. you're talking about Gaza. Gen Z. Like, Marina, did you see that Zara, that whole thing that came up? No, what happened? I'm completely confused. Let me show you. Oh gosh. Is it a campaign? Awful? 
It's very. I saw their notice. They posted something that they said we shot this in um, May and edited it in September. So I'm assuming they're trying to like we had no idea, but I have no context for what the shoot was. Or do people typically, or do you feel like they're Zara to me disgusting, pitiful, pitiful, and people who glamorize? What's what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Okay. So let's see. Zara's new campaign is under fire for parallels to Gaza. I I need to see photos of it. Oh no, you. That's it. That's the photo? I have to, dude, I can't see. Okay. Let me zoom in a little bit. I this is the dumbest th- shit I've literally ever seen know, in my life. isn't it? It's okay. Let's just move on. God, I can't. I can't with campaigns and stuff like that. White conglomerate behavior. It's like so funny because I bet that they spent tens of thousands of dollars on a photo shoot that's just commodifying the tragedy they're, of they're claiming. Israel-Palestine, which also, this has been going on for a hundred years. years and it is amazing I love Gen Z I love you because you know what you are doing you are making voices heard across the world yeah. in ways that has never happened before yeah. however like all these fucking old billionaire businesses are just so tone deaf and they have no idea it's trendy to support Israel Palestine right now it's trendy right now but Gen Z buys from Amazon and buys from so, Zara you can both can be true I know it's just tough because they are Gen Z's doing the hard work of actually raising voices I, it's not their fault that there's just absolute trash billionaire individuals in the world that continue to reinforce I, systems I, that are so hard to take down I think that Yes, Gen Z is great and all. Truly, like, thank you for somebody for sacking up. But also, we do need to stop shopping at Walmart and Amazon and Forever 21. And what's that place? Shein and... Oh, yeah. Did you watch the Julia Roberts movie? Aaron Brockovich? No. The movie that came out this year, 2023. About Shein? No. Because I saw a cyber attack on America because we've created so many enemies. Honestly, I don't really, I can't watch or listen to that stuff anymore. That's why I, it did fuck me up. In regards to Gaza, leave the world behind. Okay. It's scary, but it's good. I'm going to watch it. But in regards to Gaza, I don't actually keep up on current events as much as I dive into history, as much as I look into historical context and how it serves the perspective now. And then I look at media as it is shaping the history that will be. Does that make sense, Cass? Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm looking at the perspective of what's being told now as it's being used to leverage how history will be written instead of getting caught up in all the stuff that fucking terrifies me. Otherwise, I will lose sleep and become very ill. Let's move on. Okay. So let's move on. Yesterday you went to Michigan and I don't even know why. I, I All I know is you went to dance. For somebody. Okay, so I drove to and from Michigan in one day. It was four hours there, four hours back, and I was at this event for four hours. Four is better than five, I would say. Honestly, it was a 12-hour day. I made $1,000. Oh, good for you, dude. And I'm jumping up and down. Okay, what happened? The reason why I did say how much I made, I just feel like financial transparency is really interesting. I don't know how long I'll feel like totally open with being financially transparent, probably until I make mills and then become a super conservative Republican. I feel like fi- <laughs> I'm just financial transparency is that term that people are using, like therapizing or like gaslighting, where they just use it incorrectly because <laughs> you saying how much money you got paid to do a gig in a way is financial transparency. Yeah, but financial transparency is more so like the systemic approach. Okay, maybe that's not the right term. Approach though. to way we compensate men and women. Financial transparency would be like, I work at this place and this is how much I get. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not like a one-off. Yeah. I didn't mean to be a bitch about it. No, you're literally right. Okay, <laughs> so anyways, <laughs> I went there and back and I've been partnering with this gal who's so inspiring and so amazing. She has this business.
business. She goes to different universities and different colleges and works specifically with the athletic department and sports teams to teach them about wellness, well-being, growth, emotional development. And she's incredibly inspirational. Her and I vibe so hard and we've done, I don't know, four different pop-ups together. Capital, Otterbein, Michigan, and another one. I can't remember. But I went there and I was supposed to teach eight dance songs. Okay, That's a lot, right? We were in their indoor football field. Did you know that OSU has an indoor football field? OSU? Yeah. Probably. Have you ever stepped foot on a football field? When? All my jobs sometimes are a blur where I'm like, which job was it? Fuck. It's okay. Where were you? Which job wanted to sponsor an indoor football league? Probably Diamond Cellar. Brewdog? PBR? I literally don't know. Okay, But it cost okay. a lot of money to even sponsor or whatever. We had to go tour the stadium. Okay, so you went when there was no one there. That's Yeah, when was. it was empty. Cassandra, what are your thoughts about walking on the football field? I have so many of them, so I just want to remember. Oh, Did you have any takeaways? Um, I just remember thinking the sound in here would probably be intense. And I don't know. I don't really have any notable thoughts. God, I have so much to say. The day before I got there, I had seen my first up and close football field with nobody around it or teams on it. And I remember thinking I had Justin pull the car over. I said, this looks tiny. A soccer field is bigger. How is it possible that it could look so big on TV, but it looks tiny in real life? So that was, you know, the day before. The next day. Wait, I- you don't remember like going to football games when we were in high school? N- literally, no. I remember like two, but it's. Do you remember looking at the field? Did it look big to you? Yeah. Okay. Well, now I get on the field and I'm walking back and forth, loading in all this stuff, back and forth, back and forth. And I'm thinking, wow, actually this thing is pretty big. And then I'm looking at the distance between 10 yards because you know how you have to get 10 yards before you get another down? It's called a down, yeah. It's actually pretty, like, I don't know. It's Sometimes it seems big. It's 30 feet. I it, I just thought all of it was really interesting. And I texted Justin and I was like, huh, it actually seems pretty big when you're on it. Anyway, the turf blows my mind. They manufacture fake soil particles. This is hilarious And right they now. have like grass. It all kicks up on your shoes and everything. They want it to feel like grass. When I was an environmental science major at OSU, a lot of people were in turf sciences they were told like that's the big business to get into man are they right this shit is wild wow so anyways there's hundreds and hundreds of students from all it's fake though right it's fake but it like is manufactured to look and feel real but and sound real like it's insane that's trippy it's kind of like stepford wivesy i asked probably 30 questions about the field and i kept saying okay last one but who'd you ask these questions to all sorts of people <laughs> i was just... who was around you so there's the whole athletic department staff and then all of the teams so so we met people from the volleyball team, the rowing team, the football team, every team. They had like jumpy toys, the ones where you have like the sticks and uh-huh. you try to knock each other down. They had like 10 different therapy dogs. Oh, this is dogs. because this was before their finals. So you know how OSU used to do yeah. the, the stress stuff. This was their stress and rest fest. Cute. We brought in like this table where people could decorate lanterns. And also I'm supposed to teach eight dance songs to get people relaxed. Eight is a lot. I mean, eight is 25 minutes max. Total? Yes. Wait, Marina, I'm not even. It's not even all the songs are three minutes. Well, three times eight is twenty-four. I know. I said 25 minutes max. But, but you don't like stop. You just like go straight through them and they follow you. I mean, that's literally what I do at Beats. I literally yeah, do yeah, yeah. 60 minutes. I was just curious. I don't know. So I'm so excited, but I'm starting to get this feeling that nobody is going to join. I'm not going to get a single, oh my single God, person. This, oh no. So there are all these people making oh, no. around our crafts table. And I'm like, listen guys, I'm going to need you to, even if you don't want to move, I just need Stand. you to like support. Cheer me on. I'm not so going to lie. did you dance for people? Or eight Cass- songs? Cassandra. Oh my 
my God, what happened? When I tell you, it makes me a little angry, but I can't be mad at teenagers because they're like 19, oh, 18 and 21. Kids. It's like they're kids. they're kids. They literally look at me and they're like, no, no. I would come up to them again. All right, come on, come on. I just need you to just stand there. They're literally like, fuck off. So I danced to the first three songs in the middle of a <laughs> giant football field with the DJ by myself. Wait, how many people were around you? I mean, it's very far away from me. Nobody <laughs> wanted to come near me. <laughs> I don't know, 100 people? Wait, this is insane. Literally by myself. Finally, we get to the third song and two women of color, let's be real, gonna say. the only people that are going to come up uh, start dancing with me. And they like actually are like doing some of the moves. And, and I said, you guys are all I need. It was so bad that after the fourth song, oh, my collaborator came up to me and she's like, I think, um, why don't we just call it? And the DJ was like, all right, let's keep going. And I said, we're done. <laughs> this is literally the most humiliating thing. Wait, humiliating thing wait, that has ever happened. what was that video? Was that video of you during? Cassandra. <laughs> I show Cassandra a video of me dancing. Is he dirt? I'm literally alone. I'm literally alone. At one point, like a one-year-old came up and I was like, I'll literally take whatever I can get. A one-year-old, anything. I was pretty. Well, she got paid a thousand dollars to just like be witnessed. It was worth it. Oh, duh. I only danced for four did songs. Did it make you feel like bad in any way? Like No, any because I picked my favorite songs. So even if those songs came on in that entire event, I would start dancing to them anyways. Uh -huh, uh -huh. So it's like, it, I just like, at one point, she, after the second song, she came up to me and she's like, you don't have to do this. And then, sorry. You're like, I'm, I'm going to rock through it. <laughs> then, sorry, not sorry, Demi Lovato came on. And I was like, well, this is my favorite song. So I kept going. And then by that time, you know, nine minutes had passed. So two people came up to kind of like join in. And sometimes people need some time before they approach you. In fact, I debated doing the next four songs and just seeing if I could get a couple people. Man, if you tell people to come join you that don't want to join you, they look at you like you're scum on the bottom of their shoe. But okay, the last thing I'm going to say, the staff at Michigan is all men of color. Hot. Dude, they're so... Oh, really? At the very end, they were doing this Drake dance that I don't know. And they were so smooth. They're all former football players, Cassandra. So they're all 6'5 and built like stallions the most gorgeous men I've ever seen. And they're like smooth. It's kind of like similar to a shuffle. So they're like tapping, they're turning. There were a couple of their wives around that were like, ooh, like just cat calling them. And I was like, y'all are mm, mm, delicious to look at. Uh -huh. Um, <laughs> Was it during your dance? No, it was way after the fact. Oh, so Although they all said they were going to dance with me and then they all just stood there and watched me. And I was like, Otis, you literally told me that you were going to dance with me. That was a hard situation to be in. Oh, it was completely fine. A thousand dollars. Do you know how important that is to me? I told Kara and Justin, I've done a lot more for a lot less. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, literally. Uh, like I literally make $25 well, to listen, teach my I didn't dance mean to laugh so me. hard, but I had no idea. I had no idea. Yeah. And then I drove home. I got home out 12.45 last night, slammed some food, went to bed, woke up, and then I had this busy day today, so. Oh my God, tell, you got it. This just keeps getting better. I have no idea what to expect here, and I'm so excited. Okay. Tell them what you did today. Okay, so. I've this been, is crazy. One of my friends is a maxillofacial surgeon, which is the same surgeon specialty that my sister is, aka facial reconstructive surgery. So can you explain it, Cass? It's basically your mouth and your nose and that whole region. Yeah, it's facial reconstructive surgery. So anyway, one of my Ayurveda clients from a couple years ago and also a very close friend of mine is also a maxillofacial surgeon. We've been working together so I can offer pre-op and post-operative care, meaning 
somebody who has a big surgery, maybe they're doing like jaw reconstructive surgery or they're getting like new teeth, like fangs or they're getting their nose removed. Yeah, I just wanted to see if you're listening. (laughs) (laughs) They're getting the Voldemort treatment, if you know what that means. (laughs) Just slits for nostrils (laughs) and a sexy little bald head. (laughs) Yeah, I meet with them one time before surgery, one time after surgery and help them so that after anesthesia, I mean, people who go under general anesthesia, first of all, when I saw that woman today completely knocked out, I mean, it has effects on you. Most people don't have bowel movements for days afterwards. And our goal is to get you to a place where you're efficiently healing. Yeah. Can you slow down? (laughs) Yeah. Sorry. Are you like really caffeinated or something? No. Slow down and less is more to tell us about your experience. Uh, well, I'm not there yet. I feel yet. like you literally just said 500 words <laughs> in 30 seconds. I'm not there yet. What I want to tell you is I meet with people for pre-op and post-operative care for health coaching. Uh-huh. And I use my Ayurveda specialty and so hey, on to make it specific for them. A question so, for you. Yeah. My left breast <laughs> has been tendered to the touch for a full week after ovulation. Yeah, girl. My hormones are where, whack. Where your, where's your DHEA and omegas? Get that krill oil. Just do it. What, what oil? Krill. Krill oil. Mm-hmm. Okay, what else? That's it. That's all you need. Okay, should I cut out dairy and... No. Add it? I don't really... Eat. No, it's estrogen. Okay. Thanks. You're good. Anywho, I'm <laughs> telling my sister that I'm seeing this client. He's getting both of his jaws broken and put in their correct position that they actually should be in. And she was like, listen, if you're going to be supporting all of these people out there you should see what this what these surgeries are like why don't you come into my office and watch me saw someone's jaw in half (laughs) and hammer it into place and I said let's at them so today I first go to the wrong office by the way Cassandra and I'm like Val let me in she's like well you're at the wrong place and I was like how is that literally possible I have no idea how I navigated myself to an address that I thought she sent me I didn't I literally didn't look it up I ended up at the wrong office. Isn't that weird? Yeah. Anyway, I navigate to the right place. I get in there. So by the time I'm in there, the patient's already completely out, knocked out, and Val is extracting her wisdom teeth. With anesthesia. Okay, so there are like 10 people in this room, two surgeons, both women. And when I tell you, it's a violent process, Cass. It's violent. Like this woman's head is like, I mean, I would just sometimes look at her head as a whole and be like, oh my God, you are so asleep right now and they are like slicing and dicing and hammering into her face (laughs) okay first of all and this poor woman why are you saying poor woman I just kept thinking this poor woman okay because she had to have so much work done she had three wisdom teeth extracted that's okay that's and then she had one shoved up so high in her face like near her nasal passages that they had to like go digging for it. I'm going to vomit <laughs> if you say things like go digging for it. <laughs> While you're pointing to like your eye. <laughs> and there was just, I mean, it's not a graceful, you're not, it's not graceful. It's actually very rigorous. When we were watching Grey's Anatomy and we were watching Dr. Burke, he was such a... What cer- type of doctor was he again? Was he cardio? cardio? Yeah. And then Dr. Shepard is brain, which is all like finesse. Yeah. So it's like, that's what our, you know experience was tbh i mean my head was in there it was a very wonderful teaching opportunity she's like ask all the questions you want do you see this so i was right next to her the whole time there were also like five other i don't know what their titles are five other women in there that were getting to see this surgery for the first time one of them was an anesthesiologist one was an anesthesiologist two were her assistants two were her and one was a how do you know this because she i heard her tell you this when you were over and she was telling you and one was like the nurse like an aide well there was like three other people besides her two assistants anyways there was 
there's a lot of people in that That's room. That's four total. Plus her and you. No, there was more than that. Okay. Anyways, what I'm trying to say is there was a lot of people in the room and her right-hand woman is such a boss. The girl that's her her assistant, man, Val's just like naming tools and they're just going back and forth. You could tell she knows how Val breathes. She knows exactly what Val needs. It was really cool. So I was standing directly in between them with my head on top of this woman's face, but it was pretty brutal. Mm -hmm. And it's interesting because Val, my sister, she's brilliant, wonderful at what she does and a true advocate for the medical field. And I have a lot of respect for medical professionals. However, I'd ask her like how long this healing process will take and Val will be like, she should be good after like a couple days. And after watching that surgery, I'm just like, there's literally no way. Why do people expect women to go to work after having a baby six weeks later? Touche. Touche. Like, that's what the industry is. Touche. I mean, they don't think about poor, the trauma. And too. I keep saying that poor girl because they literally had to saw her palate in half so the expander could separate. She went from her two front teeth touching to it being, a, I believe it was a couple centimeters apart. Like you could fit your index finger in between her two front teeth. That's how much space they had to. How old was she? 25. So she's young. Her birthday was like four days ago. I looked at her chart and I said, wow, her birthday was four days ago. Hippa. <laughs> I don't think you can just look at her chart. You know what I mean? It was up on the big computer screen. I don't think you can say that you were looking at her chart. Okay, I'm not hoping, saying her name. There are no HIPAA I violations. Know, I was hoping you were going to just like drop her weight, her name, and her like home address and her birth weight. And <laughs> her how many birth weight. Of her birth weight. So anyways, my major takeaways are anesthesia is real and very jarring. You know, why do I, why am I uncomfortable even visualizing? Because it's uncomfortable. What it's you're uncomfortable. saying. It's uncomfortable. I'm uncomfortable. I'm Watching someone like Okay, we'll move on. So anyways, those were my last 24 hours. Sick, bro. What, what a big, Your turn. Big couple of days. You're up. Just, just I'm up now? You're up, dude. Do you know what Taoism is? Taoism? Mm -hmm. Of course. Do you want to give it a go or do you just want me to go in? Yeah, Taoism is you are the, the fisherman, the fishing pole, the fish, the water. That's like the Taoism. Oh, is that the like metaphor it uses? Mm -hmm. Was that like an articulate and clear <laughs> example? No. I so liked it. Okay, so on my way here, JM is reading The Tao of Pooh. I don't know if you've heard of it. Yeah, it's cute. It's good, isn't it? And I have never he read was it just though. like, he read me a line from the book and it was just how Taoism is. Like what a poo asks, what is Tao? And it is joy, it is happiness and calm in every environment. And I was about to leave and he was like, I just wish you joy, happy and calm in every environment. And it was just so sweet. And I've been Probably because Cassandra was in a tizzy because she was upset with me before she came here. I wasn't upset. I wasn't okay. upset. Love it. I'm somebody who cannot ignore confrontation just because it's convenient. Mm. So mm. I came to Marino with a solution-based conversation, which ended really well. I saw this Angelina Jolie quote in this interviewer asked her, if you had to give advice to somebody who's really going through it, what would you say? She just says, go through it. Go all the way through it. Feel it and go through it so that you can resolve it. That's what you do. That's for sure. I believe in going through things, not pretending or not faking. I feel okay about something because I'll just fucking rot if I do that. Mm. Yeah, I totally agree with you. However, in our situation, I wasn't faking it. Th and that's fine. You can yeah. feel, so I can feel like I'm faking something or a situation I think feels fake. family dynamics that people have blow ups and sometimes it has nothing to do with the situation at hand. Sometimes it is charged by other things. Maybe you're primed. Maybe you're at a soft boil. And when you have that explosion, is it important to necessarily hash out every moment of it? I don't necessarily think that it is. Sometimes it is and sometimes it isn't. Let's talk about something else. Let's go back to talking about how I was a child star. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Okay, I know exactly what I want to oh talk about. Oh my God, about. I'm so amped. Have I talked about this yet? 
The escaping twin flames thing. Oh my Did I talk about this last week? No. We have to talk about this. Okay. So I'm obsessed with cults. I always have been. Because low-key is she. No, I don't. Come on, guys. You, she you, wants to be the leader. You one. always say that, but that's not true. I'm sorry. That's so mean. I'm, I'm just joking. No, it's not mean at all. It's just like over my dead body would I want that type of Ugh. coercive manipulation tactics. I would hope so. You're right. Just so deeply And let's concerning. be real. Men are the leaders of cults, right? Yep. Yeah. Fucking egotistical white men. Oh, God. Also, I mean, I don't think we know about every cult ever, but I think there's a lot of different men out there who are doing this crazy shit. Yes, but a lot of similarities. Okay. Tell us. Tell us. If you guys don't know what I'm talking about, you must watch. It's just as intriguing as the Nexium documentary. I, which I did not watch. Cassandra, I don't it's know how. It's scary. It's not that don't scary. Don't they like, have to have sex with him and stuff? They do. Yeah. See, I don't know. All that... Ugh. Okay, it's a lot. But what was great about the Nexium documentary is that they had one on one streaming service and then they had another one on another streaming service. So compare. They came out at the same time and then a podcast came out right after people that escaped the cult. So it just feels so Was Nexium robust. Ohio or no? No, Nexium was in New Texas? York. Texas? Okay. Basically, people are Nexium in specific was a mastermind training or an executive oh. mindset coaching program, which is funny because <gasps> oh my I got it got a hundred percent of rotten tomatoes That's phenomenal the yeah. vow or nexium seduced inside the nexium, nexium cult. cult but it's now, spelled n v it's yeah. all roman numerals so what's really cool is that that one is because this woman her daughter went into the nexium coaching program and she is like a a famous like old school actress and model so she has a lot of clout and a lot of power and she uh caused a tizzy to get her daughter out but that's not what i want to talk about Cass. okay sorry i want to talk about escaping twin flames please tell us Sana's rolling your eyes, but when I tell you this has been like <laughs> my sole life purpose to listen to every podcast, that's Keith Raniere. Cass, please focus. Okay, phone is down. No more looking at Nexium. Even though he was sentenced to 120 years in prison for his sex cult. I had no idea Nexium was a sex cult. Well, he turned it into a sex cult because he couldn't get enough. He couldn't get enough. And that's exactly what's going to happen to Twin Flames Universe. But the crazy thing is, oh it's happening right now. What? It's happening right now. When Nexium came out, he was being tried. He uh -huh. was. Convicted. Twin Flames Universe is happening right now. My okay. God, what does this mean? There's this guy, Jeff, and there's this girl, Shalia, and created this mastermind program called Twin Flames Universe that guarantees you to find your twin flame. What? Do you know what a twin flame is? Your soulmate on crack. Yeah, but it's like, also like not healthy, right? Well, I mean, it depends on how you look at it. Okay. But, you know, Megan Fox calls MGK her twin flame. Oh. Travis and Courtney twin flames. It's like uh, they call each other twin flames. I think they just say soulmates. Whatever. Sorry, I'm just like people, very protective of their relationship. <laughs> people use the word twin flames for someone that feels a part of their soul. It's this idea that you cannot live a fruitful life without your twin flame. And if you are not in union, harmonious union with your twin flame, you will never be able to like reach happiness, joy, success. And so in order for you to be a complete individual, you have to have your twin flame a part of you. It's like a religion. I mean, not really, but they turned it into a religion okay, for tax purposes. They prey on vulnerable people who pray. they pray on pray. vulnerable people. Twin Flames Universe is created by these two absolute quacks that I would literally never give my money to in a million years. But I also joined a coaching program where the woman like scammed thousands of dollars out of me. And from face value, you would think you would never trust somebody who has no coaching experience or education on the platform. So I get it. People are vulnerable. They want to find love. So they join Twin Flames Universe. And this guy will tell you that he is a channel to God and he 
he can help you oh, find so it is union religious. Yeah, okay. to Twin Flames. It didn't quite start like that. They were, they were very spiritual people. You know, why can't we just direct them to my medium, which I've only seen once, where her spirit guides can tell you who your, you, who your twin flame is. Why spend thousands and thousands that and thousands of dollars to add in a sex call? That's sus. Mighty not. Mighty not. Are you joking? Your medium cannot tell you who your twin flame is. They're your spirit guides. Well, my medium. This is the type of stuff that they tell people to, <laughs> to join their program for $15,000. When you talk to my medium, Miss North. Contact me for further details. I'll give you all the information. You can say something like this to her. My relationship with Maria is not good. And what can I do to fix it? Having never used the name Maria before, your spirit guides will answer and she will say, well, your mother and you are not great. And you and her have a dynamic where you being her daughter is, is whatever. And you never use the words mother or daughter. You're telling me you think that's quack shit? Actually, I would is love that to, quack shit. I would love to have a deeper conversation about that later. However, it is yeah, it just doesn't apply. This is different. Okay. She's actually plugged in to the universal realm, whereas these people are master scammers. Oh God! But you have to listen to this, Cass. Okay, sorry. They tell you that you have to pursue your twin flame at all costs. But all death? costs. Does death included? All. I don't think death is like <laughs> okay. explicitly stated. So you're supposed to come into this program, and I I enter Twin Flames Universe, and I'm like, okay, I have this Twin Flames. I made eyes with this guy at the cash register. We've never talked, but I'm pretty sure he's my twin flame. What? The That's fuck? an example number one. Example number two is I dated this guy for three years, and he dumped me, moved out, and he doesn't talk to me. But I know that we're twin flames. Okay, we're on very different ends of the These spectrum, people right? people have gaping holes in their hearts for other reasons. So they are being preyed upon. They're being preyed upon. So Jeff and Shalia will coach you into how to get your twin flame back. The problem is that people are now stalking their twin flames, ending up in jail, getting restraining orders. Okay, I'll watch it. I'll watch it. Is it, how disturbing is that on a level? It's not disturbing at all. Okay, is yeah. it, is Nexium, There's no sexual abuse. Is Nexium disturbing? There is sexual abuse in Nexium. However, it's so fucking good. So Twin Flames documentary, it's There's escaping. two of them and both of them have to be watched. Both of them have to oh be watched. Oh my God, another hundred. 100- percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Okay, Cass, even better. Holy shit. The two main coaches in the Nexium program who ended up leaving and becoming like a full force behind convicting Keith Raniere started a podcast called A Little Bit Culty, <gasps> where they look into situations that are a little bit culty and more. So they interview the girl that was also a coach at Twin Flames Universe and they talk to her and they're like, wow, this is crazy. There's so many similarities between these cults. It's a podcast? Yeah. A little bit culty? A little bit culty. So anyways, I've definitely been obsessed with that. I just find it fascinating. So now what's your perspective on Twin Flames after watching that? I, I, I can't spoil it, but basically it takes a turn. And the reason why it takes a turn is because they start to realize that they guarantee you to find your Twin Flame and have a harmonious union. They guarantee it. They said there's a 100% guarantee that you will find your Twin Flame and be in a harmonious union with them through us. However, is that legal? I, you know, I'm like, why hasn't the FTC shut them down or the attorney general in their state they did open up an investigation on them by the way what state michigan Ooh, duh i was just in michigan yesterday i should have found them but they're realizing that people are not finding their twin flames and people are starting to get upset this is all i'm going to say before i leave you off to kind of like watch it yourselves they say we just got a channel from god and we are now telling you that if you have not met with your twin flame yet it is a false twin flame. All your twin flames are in this organization right now, and we are pairing you up with them. What? However, 90% of the organization is women, and 10% are male, 
So they started pairing up women with women. So they're like, Marina, your twin flame is Kennedy. And I'm like, oh, I'm not gay. And they're like, we know you're not gay, but Kennedy is actually technically a male in spirit. And Kennedy is going to transition to a male so that you guys can have a harmonious union. What are you talking about? Yep. Yeah, the trans I, community is pissed, and I'll leave it at that. Maria, I don't... They're coercing just, people to change their genders. I don't think I can watch this. Okay, then don't watch it. It sounds really awful. I mean, it, like, it's... Like, these people sound evil. Yeah, they are evil people. Ugh, I'm just having a hard time with all the evil people in this world. I'm trying to bring calm, happy joy into Yeah, then my don't life. watch it. Don't watch it. But, like, honestly, since I moved in with JM, my boy, we do not consume hardly any media to the point where I'm withdrawing. Like, let me tell you, I miss watching the Kardashians or whatever the fuck I would have on in the background. But I just do it way less. I still get on Instagram and stuff, but it's not to the degree... It was. So if I watch something by myself, that night I'm having really, 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 really fucked up dreams about it. Yeah. I'm like overly sensitive. It's actually kind of inconvenient in a way. Mm. I watched that Julia Roberts movie on Netflix and I was like, wow, I'm super disturbed now. Yeah, I don't think that one's for me, but anytime it's a culty thing, I'm like immediately want to consume everything about it. question, what makes you so interested in cults? Did you ever watch the Playboy documentary? I'll tell you why. No, should I watch it? I listened to Holly's interview on Call Her Daddy. Love. Holly's all up in it in episode like two and three, she services, but... This is back to like the 60s and the 70s Playboy bunnies into the clubs when they're just bars. And then it opens up into the mansion. Oh my God, Marty, that's amazing. I did have to I stop watch it. it. Trigger warning. It's tons of sexual abuse. Abuse. Tons. I think the re- And it did kind of fuck with me for like weeks after. But it is really phenomenally done. I find coercion, coercive control to be really interesting. What do you find interesting about it? I think I used to have a really high susceptibility to coercive control when I was younger because I wanted so deeply to feel a part of a community uh-huh. because I just never felt a part of a community. Yeah. And to have a manipulation that's rooted in coercion but is experienced from the external point of view as community is wild because it's it's unlike anything in human nature. What do you mean? Meaning I'm experiencing our relationship as impactful and supportive and passionate and amazing, but it is rooted in you wielding a power dynamic that I am not privy to. Yeah. And that is fucking fascinating. (laughs) Just kidding. After watching Twin Flames Universe, I had done this coaching program, this nine-month coaching program, that cost me $16,000 to do. We're shitting in the street. We are (laughs) not going to go into it now because I'm in in the middle of litigation, but I realized how horribly I was taken advantage of, how I did not gain anything from this program, and now I'm like, fuck it, we're going for it. You know what's kind of wild to me? What? How kind of not obsessed, but fascinated you are with coercion culture and cults, but you didn't see it with this one? The one that you just did a year ago that you paid? I mean, hundreds of people have seen success with her. No, but I'm saying- I just happen to be a part of another group of 100 people- That don't. That literally was like, oh, this was so clearly not built for me or my business platform, and it made no sense. You were never in mind when she built that that program fundamentally. Yeah. Ever. It's only your money. And her advertising is, she knows what she's doing. She's brilliant. Because after they get us into the program, the coaches tell you exactly what order of words to say. They're like, we're going to tell you what's in the sauce. I mean, we got you in here, and we're going to tell you how we got you in here. This is how you do it on your end. But Marina, it's not brilliant at all. That is not brilliant. That is. It is brilliant. No, it's simple-minded, and it's desperate. It's not brilliant. 
Taylor I think Swift is brilliant. That is a complicated, like, Sandra, she's brilliant with positive empowerment and impact. I'm not saying brilliance think- isn't mutually exclusive with positivity. No, I think that the person that coerced you into this program is not brilliant. I'm sorry. I think she's fucking dumb. And I also think that she's desperate and she's conniving. I don't think she's brilliant. All right. Yeah. I disagree. Word. We're working on this, guys, where we basically just allow <laughs> the other person to disagree with the other, leave some space, and we move on. Anyways, I'm pursuing litigation, and I will get my money back, and then I'm shutting her business down through the FTC and the Ohio Attorney General and the Attorney General in her state. And thank God for Reddit, because people have band together, and this person reached out to me and said, listen, I have 20 people that are ready to go if you want to do a class action lawsuit. And you're like, my uncle has the money, BRB. We have a family lawyer. And like, never have I felt so supported in my life that I can just like call my family lawyer, which I've had to do now twice because I was in a situation with a previous employer. I can't wait to have a podcast episode where I just spill all the tea on what happened. Anyways, getting absolutely effed over by people in business. I can't wait to talk about it. And I would, I will never treat anybody like that. I think that they don't realize that it's a bad thing. You know what my lawyer said? What? Shout out Neil. We freaking love you. He said, I've experienced a lot of these programs in the real estate world. (gasps) Really? He said, but the funny thing is, is you'll have this guy and he'll say, I can help you make a seven figure business, a six figure business. And this is how we're going to do it. All you have to do is buy my program for $10,000. So, you know, 300 people sign up. Great. This guy is just swimming in it. Every month he, he has another hundred people signing up. That guy is not making money from real estate. He's making money from telling people how to make money on real estate aka none of those people see their results either yeah so it's it's the new mlm dude these coaching programs these masterminds most of them are absolute bullshit yep that's why a simple fix for anything it just won't work well mine was a nine-month program it wasn't supposed to be a simple fix was it i thought it was a six week no it's a nine-month but it took nine months yeah Anyways, I'll get off my diatribe about MLMs, but all I'm trying to say is it that- It wasn't an I MLM. Got, it's the new MLM. It's the new doTERRA. It's the new- doTERRA? Like, doTERRA's an MLM. The beauty counter's an MLM. Yeah. These coaching programs are the new MLM. Anyways, I'll stop saying MLM, but uh, yeah, that's all I want to say about you all know, that. You know that Kanye West and Donald Trump shirt that I have that says no more trust in anyone? Yes. It, it just continues to I like- to borrow that. Valuable in its meaning year after year after year. You know what though? What? She fucked with the wrong bitch. Remember when I said that? about you know who when I worked for you know who oh my god um, yeah <laughs> yeah but I'm saying you fucked with the wrong bitch you think that you can shut me out and ice me out and block me on all the social medias and keep me from spreading the truth girl I will saddle up and I will take you down <laughs> do you remember John Tucker must die yes that's it's like that in real life definitely like that okay so it's um almost Christmas Oh, yeah. Um, it's December 12th. On the 12th day of Christmas, my true love came to me. It's one to swimming. Guess what? What? That song. Six kids a night. They're all birds. Those are all names for Five birds. Five golden rings? Is a bird. Golden I, rings? Or f- no, no, no. It's a bird. A golden ring is a bird. I had this conversation with Justin. Keep going through your mind and being like, eight ladies dancing, it's a bird. <laughs> Swans are swimming. Is yeah. a bird. They're all birds. And I, we watched this hilarious video. That means that you're, this supposed true love gives you like 58 birds in 12 days. Like, wow, that's really who the beautiful. fuck does that? That's incredible. It's no, no, like no. If someone sent you 50 birds, I don't think you'd Back be then, happy. back in Romeo and Juliet times, it shows that they have money and they have a way. True. So I think that I really do want Uggs for Christmas. 
Me too. I think that I'm going to try and get you a pair. Cassandra introduced me to this online auction site and it was the worst thing that's ever happened to me because I went a little crazy. Oh my God. Good for you. Cassandra, good I'm, for you, honey. I've won so many things, but what can I say? You know, you have to pick them up immediately. You have to kind of read the fine print. It's kind of confusing. Did you get the Uggs or do you want me to buy no, them? No, because they're up to $62. Oh, I saw that. Sorry. I checked this morning. I saw that. But um, you know, you can just buy them. I'm winning stuff for like a dollar. Like for example, Cass, I got this laminator for us for stuff that we might need. For a dollar. I will say, you might get a little excited. Suggested retail, $50. I'm winning at a dollar. Reminder to look all of these up to check out their reviews. And my oh, God, they have thousands of laminators. So if you don't get it this time, it will come up again. And I hope that you have the best time on Zipper Buy. Okay. There's um, a really no reason. It's called Zipper Buy, guys. There's no reason to buy new gifts when you can buy them new on Zipper Buy. On Zipper Buy. Will you for cheap? Zipper Buy, will you sponsor us? Literally, we just said Zipper Buy 100 Zipper Buy. Um, okay, that's all. This was a very exciting ep because you got to tell us two big things that happened in your life. Uh, maybe I should tell you two big things that happened in my life. If you would like to, sure. Um, oh, I'm able to make January rent. Woo! Start a standard just paid us out officially this month. And we had our first online order from Marina's friend. I Lacey. would like to s- send a special shout Lacey. out to a very special woman. Lacey, You're we love lady. you. You're our first order. You're our first order. We it's a big deal. You, you lady. You are lazy. You're our first order. We appreciate you, Lacey. We love you, Lacey. Lacey, love you, Lacey. That was really good. Startastainer.com. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Ho, ho, ho.